It's that time of the month. Oh, welcome to the monthly at Winifred's. Here's a Fulia. Here's a Kendall. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the show. Thank you for listening. Yes, and welcome to the end of the second month of 2022. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. Actually, worth noting, today yes. is a very interesting day if you're a numerologist because it is uh, two of two, two, two. Yes. Uh, or 2022 uh, on a Tuesday. Yeah. How amazing is that? How amazing is that? <laughs> wow. At the time of recording. At the time of recording. That, that's the that's, date. That's our date. Yeah. Palindrome. And then what was the other one? Oh, it's a palindrome and a thingamabob. I don't remember yeah. what it was called. <laughs> we'll call it a thingamabob. We'll call it a thingamabob. <laughs> I'd, never, I'd never seen that word before, so I did not retain it. No. So it was like two things because we could read it right to left, mm-hmm. left to right, mm-hmm. and apparently upside down. Yes, upside down. It, on a on a digital uh, like calculate old school calculator yeah. thing, you could no matter what, like if you read it upside down or the right way up, it still looked the same. Yeah, it's very cool. <laughs> yeah, very very cool. That's, that's if so you. Cool. I think that's if you do the. Oh wait, yeah, two two. Yeah, anyway, and that it's very cool. It is. We'll just say that. Yeah. Um, and then I just feel compelled to mention the fact that um, if he was still alive today, would be my grandpa's ninety sixth birthday hey he was born on the 22nd of february so yeah yeah there you go it's a good day yeah it's a good day um yes well february yeah was a thing yeah it was it's we we got like a few days left of it but you know i mean it is the shortest month of the year it is the short it goes so fast i know but you know what i love about february is that in march all the days are the same (laughs) Yes, it is. Every time. It is so good Unless that you get two months in a row where the dates, dates and the days are Days align. are the same. Unless yeah. it's a leap year and then obviously... That then it changes. It changes, but yeah. I, I, I always love that little thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, welcome to the uh, the, the calendar <laughs> celebration podcast. Um, how was your February for you? My February, well, I've been I've been kind of busy with work um, and, uh, you know, doing all the stuff with the streams and all that sort of thing, content creating wherever I can. Um, I wish I could say I went to the movies, but I didn't this month. Um, Sad face. I know, I know. Uh, but I have been planning on going. Because um, I know that Death on a Nile is out and I really want to go see it. It is. <laughs> it's good. You need to see that. You need to see King Richard. I need to see King Richard, if which is showing. not really showing where I am, <laughs> unfortunately. That's annoying. And there are only morning sessions for some reason. Uh, it's on I don't the, understand. It's on the way out. Well, look, it was nominated at the Oscars, so there may be a resurgence. Hopefully. Depending. Maybe. Fingers crossed. Yeah. If not, then I've always got streaming services that we'll look forward to. So yeah. that's fine. Yes. <laughs> this is true. Yes. Um, I will say, though, the things that I have been watching, um, I have been binging on Everybody Loves Raymond. Mm-hmm. That's my sitcom choice for, for the month, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I've been really enjoying it, mm-hmm. sort of reminiscing on all of the episodes that I've, you know, that I have seen. I'm pretty sure... The first half of the show I've seen before, and I, th- I feel like they're the episodes that I remember the most because I've watched them multiple times mm-hmm. in the past on like TV, mm-hmm. on free to air. But 
I don't know whether I've seen the rest of it, like the later seasons. So that's the part where I'm going to end up thinking, ah, I haven't seen that. So Mm -hmm. that's going to be, it's going to be interesting when I get to that point. I'm currently on season four. Mm -hmm. Um, I've just started season four. Uh, I have also been watching some anime, um, continuing the watch through of My Hero Academia. Nice. Uh, I am also in season four of that. Great. <laughs> four is the magic number. It four, seems. yes. Uh, and I'm really enjoying it. Um, it's getting to really crucial points right now because um, season six hasn't come out yet, um, but it is on the way soon. So I really want to catch up. Yeah. Um, so right now uh, I, I've got like another maybe 18 or 20 episodes of season four before season five. And then I've still got to go through season five. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Lots to watch. Yes. But I'm really enjoying it. There's really good like messages about being a hero and all that sort of stuff. So it is a superhero yeah. show. Yeah. Um, and I, I keep pinching myself every time I hear Christopher Sabbath play uh, All Might. Because he plays All Might. Really? He voices All Might. Isn't that the guy that does Goku? Vegeta. Vegeta. Yes. Goku. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's Sean Schemmel that does Goku. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. My bad. The voice of Vegeta is All Might? Yep. Wow. I had no How idea. How awesome is that? That's, that's really cool. And you can't tell. Which is really strange because every time I hear the voice of All Might, not when he's being the superhero, but when he's being just a regular person yeah. voice, I still can't hear Christopher Sabbath coming through, which which means he's a really talented Very man. talented. Yes. Very good yes. voice actor. Very good voice actor. And I've seen him at um, when we had the anime festival at some point before, oh, cool. before the COVID thing. The COVID uh, thing. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> the last two years. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, he came down to he came down to Melbourne. Um, That's we, cool. We got to go and see his panel. Great. And he did the, you know, someone asked him the question of, you know, who, using the voices, who would be, who would win in a fight, All Might or Vegeta? <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and then he'd go into the voices. That, he's so entertaining. He's, yeah. He's so I much imagine. fun. I love watching panels with voice actors. Yeah. It's just so fun. Because yeah, you see them, but then you hear the voice. And, and, you're, and, you're just, and your brain like, has this moment of like, it just reminds me the first time I saw Nancy Cartwright on Rove. Yes. Back in the day. Yes. Like it just, yeah. <laughs> the first time she was on Rove. She was on Rove a couple of times, I think. But yeah, literally the first time she does, you know, she does Bar, she does Nelson, she does Martin, you know, gives us all the, the rundown. And it's just so trippy. And to this day, it's one of my favorite, it's probably my favorite Rove interview yeah from, i reckon uh, apart from any yeah any other people people they had on that show and he had beyonce on that show at one point so yeah yeah it's crazy yeah nah that like it yeah. always blows my mind when you see the person that voices yeah. the characters it's, and you're just like yeah you yeah it's so great how yeah <laughs> how did that come from that yes <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh um good stuff but yeah so there you know there's um there's that um and i am sort of looking into watching some other animes as well on the side um mm-hmm. what else have i been up to um oh, i've been playing the games on streams like i've been trying to get through some more of uh spider-man marvel marvel spider-man oh great um i got to a very frustrating battle 
no. in the game. No. <laughs> that really pissed me off. That's annoying. For those of you who are at the live stream, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what happened? Drama. Uh, I really had to hold my tongue because I really wanted to curse, but I was like... That's not who I am. But I got so angry because I had I I I failed a mission yeah. multiple times. Oh no. And it was following and trying to catch an, a helicopter. Right. Swinging through swing through New swinging York, through New York yeah. with a helicopter that has this giant uh I think it was like one of those dumpster bins right. attached to it because Spider-Man had did that to try to keep the helicopter from moving away mm -hmm. but then he, he had to let go so and uh, it was a helicopter with a wrecking ball essentially going around new york right. losing control and damaging buildings oh wow causing chaos so spider-man which you control has yes. have to go through and try and take down this helicopter yes and i got so frustrated because it took me about 10 times before I actually got it. Oh, That's well, how many times I failed. Though. You got it though. I was so pissed by the end of that. I was like, by the end of that, it got to about two and a half hours into the stream. Oh. And that's usually roughly around the time that I wrap up anyway. Okay. And I was just like, so I'm done. That's it. The stream's over. Kind of, kind of like saying that I rage quit, but I didn't. Yeah. It's like Fulia's version of rage quitting. My, my viewers immediately redeemed Dr. Bear hug. So Aww. I got my Dr. Bear and I just hugged it and I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. That's cute. No, fair enough. I'm, yeah. It's why, it's why I can't, I can't game because like I get, I'm just not that good at it, and I get stuck at shit like that. And <laughs> so I'm still, it's been years, but I'm still pissed over where I got stuck with the Tomb Raider game. And I, there's this literally this one part, and it's like very early on in the game, and we have to be stealthy and try and sneak past the enemy base camp um. when, once you're on the island. And I swear to fucking Christ, I was being stealthy, <laughs> but apparently not. No. And I, I tried like 10 and, times yeah, look, and I couldn't. The I, just, amount of, I gave up. The amount of times I tried to be stealthy and then I lost control because I pre kept pressing the wrong buttons, apparently. Mm. Uh, not that I lost the mission, but it just meant that I would have to go into a full-blown fight. Yeah. And that's not what I wanted, no. wanted to do. I wanted to actually be sneaky. Yeah. That's why I don't like Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Creed. Yeah. <laughs> I can't be stealthy. Yeah. We and, that, and that's and that's why I end up, uh, you know, button mashing with the fights, even though you can't see it when I'm streaming. You can tell I'm button mashing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Great. And that's the fun part about streaming. <laughs> yeah. This is why you do this. Yeah. Three times a week. Yes. Yes. It's fun. It's. it's I'm, fun. I'm, I am. I am enjoying the Spider-Man story though. I've heard it's like one of the best Spider-Man stories. It's really good. Yeah. Um, there was a point where after that whole helicopter scene finished, they went into a cutscene and Miles Morales pops up. Oh, yeah. And I, and honest, like no word of a lie for about five minutes after I saw that, uh, I kept, I kept looking at the camera. I'm like, Miles, Miles, Miles. Miles. <laughs> who, wait, I was wait, shocked. Wait, I, I, who, who was it? 
Miles! Miles, Miles. Okay, just just making sure. I was shocked when I saw the character (laughs) and when I heard the name. And even after that whole cutscene had ended, I still looked at my camera and I'm just like, Miles! And then one one of my viewers pops in, little smartass that they are, just like, kilometers! I'm like... (laughs) Oh, that was a joke in something <laughs> where someone said it was like a meme. They called Miles Morales kilometers something. I can't remember what it was. I, it was I looked at that. I stared at the camera. I'm like, good one. <laughs> I giggle. Good one. Good one. <laughs> nice. Oh, man. But, um. Yeah, that's pretty much me. <laughs> that's been my month, essentially. <laughs> How's nice. your month been? <laughs> my month has been good um, because I had, you know, uh, the last bit of my leave went into February. Yes. Well, the first, the first two weeks of February that's was, right. was on holiday. So that was great. I don't remember anything I did because... Oh, I remember. I'm we back. went to the city together. We did. I was going to bring that up. Yeah. Because you didn't, I forgot. You didn't mention it fully. <laughs> Jesus. My memory is that shocking, no, people. No, it's okay. <laughs> um, no, well, uh, yeah. On, I mean, on yeah, like my last week in the leave, yeah, Fulia and I went into the city, spent a day in there, just walking around and having a look at it and... Uh, and you know, having great food. Oh man, the best food. Oh, we had a, <sighs> we had a great food day that day. Yeah. It was nice, like great brunch. Shout out to Rustica. Yes, uh, Melbourne Central. Holy crap, you guys know how to do your food, do your brunch. So good. Yeah, that was amazing. Definitely going back there and trying mm. everything. Yes, because um, <laughs> they had a great menu. Um, and then yeah, we had ramen for dinner, and that was amazing. Yes, and ramen for the win. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, we went to Minotaur for the first time, which is for those who don't know, is a legendary pop culture um, store here in Melbourne. I think um, it started off as a comic book store originally. I think so. Yeah, y- years and years ago. Yeah, and then it, as merchandise grew, and you know fandom grew and stuff it expanded into yeah yeah so we this is the first time that we've gone into it since it moved from yes it's original location location, unfortunately it had to move um but it only moved around the corner um and it's still pretty great yeah it's still really cool yeah yeah so that was fun um fulia bought some stuff i did i did i bought i bought a little i bought a book Uh i bought a sherlock holmes book yes um and then i also bought a mario kart figurine which was a hot wheels mario kart mm-hmm. and it was the blue yoshi Very which is cute. the blue yoshi that i use in the actual game mario kart the yeah. light blue one not the dark blue one the light blue the light blue. yeah fully is not dark blue no nah. no <laughs> no dark blue for you no nah. Um, yeah, and then, uh, you know, walked around the city all day. It was a very nice day, very warm. It um, was, and then we went to the Happy Place. And we went to Happy Place, yeah. Such a good... Which was cool. It was such a good concept. It was very cool. I loved it. Um, yeah, yeah. Very Instagram-worthy. Yes, it's literally just sets of Instagram opportunities. Yes. To be honest. Yeah, you just go to different rooms and different displays and where they, you know, um... Yeah, well, you can interact with things like we were standing in a in a room that had all these flowers hanging from the ceiling yeah. and, and around you on the floor and stuff, and it was cool, and giant set of lips and giant cookie and, like, lots of confetti everywhere. And, uh, and like, a booth of just 
plastic chains that you can just walk uh, through. Ah, made me feel like a kid that did. You enjoyed that. I a like. Lot. I enjoyed that one, just running around in that. That was. Great. I I lo- I more so loved the I loved the rubber duck space. The rubber duck space is like it's a, just yellow. It's like a whole room with rubber ducks on the walls and a giant bathtub in the yeah. middle. Filled with rubber ducks. No, it was filled with um. Balls? You know the the balls you get at like the ball pits. Oh, I was ball pit balls. Sorry, yeah. I didn't get in. But there. they were My yellow. Mistake. They were yellow, so yeah. they blended in. Uh, and then there was like a room where you felt like you were inside of a mirror ball. Yeah, like yeah. A disco ball. That was cool. The reflection was really cool. Yeah, it was really. Yeah. really then cool. we went into a, a confetti dome. Yeah, confetti <laughs> dome. That was that was cool. Lots of boomerang shots. Yes. And lots of great music playing the entire time. It was all yeah. up, upbeat, positive, good vibes. Yeah, so. it was just the that that's the whole concept of the of the place is to keep, yeah. to make you happy, to make yeah. you feel, make you feel good. Yeah. So if you want to, you know, if you've got some money to spend and you want to spend a, an hour or so, just you know, feeling like pure bliss. Yeah. Then just have fun. Just have fun and yeah. just, yeah, and just go in there and, yeah, take lots of photos. <laughs> yeah, take lots of photos. And then, yeah, the the day ended wonderfully because, uh, along with the lovely Christina. Hi, Christina. Hi, Christina. <laughs> uh, we ended up going to Sydney Maya Music Bowl for, uh, for myself the first time in three years, almost, I think. Almost three years, two and a half years, um, and watching uh, the Melbourne Symphony Orchestra um, give a free concert, which yes. is just I don't know how it was, f- I don't know how it wasn't free because like it was amazing. But they, you know, in honor of John Williams who celebrated his ninetieth birthday, ninety years, ninety, they put on a concert of uh, all of his music. Well, not all of it, but a generous amount of great highlights of his pieces yeah wow hearing i've never heard i never really heard a live orchestra like that before and then hearing them play things like star wars and jurassic park and indiana jones and et and hook and harry um, potter and harry potter of course harry potter my god and pirates of the caribbean and pirates of the caribbean was was that that was um that was the youth orchestra that was the youth orchestra did that yeah they finished on that that I forgot about that actually. Yeah. So that was a good reminder. Um, <laughs> but it was amazing. Just in just the the Star Wars scores. Like we heard three different Star Wars scores. Yeah, we did, and it was so cool. And they were so good. Yeah, just incredible. So that was a wonderful day. Um, and then like the week before was amazing too because I went to Wilson's prom for uh, two days and. Uh, um, it's so beautiful down there. Like, holy shit. <laughs> uh, absolutely beautiful. Um, just, you know, so nice. Green everywhere and the people are really friendly. Uh, and it's just scenic everywhere you look. Um, and there's, you know, lots of wildlife. I saw some wombats on the side of the road and some kangaroos and stuff and lots of birds everywhere. And, um, and yeah, and climbed a mountain. Um, in honor of my late auntie Sally, um, cause that's where her ashes are scattered, uh, a couple of years ago when she passed away. And so it was kind of a very important thing to do for me, um, as part of my grieving. Um, and uh, the views were insane. Like, yeah. I can see why my, you know, my uncle and cousin chose that place to, to say goodbye to her because it's just spectacular up there. Uh, worth the hike. Worth the hike. It's over an hour going up, and it's steep. Like, it's steep, but it's doable. Yeah. Like, anyone can do it. Um, 
and uh, it's absolutely worth it uh, because yeah, it's next to the Grand Canyon, the best view I've seen, probably the be- the best view in Australia I've seen, and I've seen like the Twelve Apostles, and I've been to Sydney, and I, you know, I've seen, I have seen, I haven't seen um, Uluru yet. I really want to do that, but um, but yeah, anyway. Wilson's Promontory, the view from Mount Oberon is just stunning. That's awesome. Yeah, it was amazing. And I went for a swim in the beach and yes. got really badly sunburnt because no. I didn't pack sunscreen because <laughs> I'm a moron. Um, <laughs> um, but that's okay. Worth it. Because, uh, yeah, I had an amazing time. And it was just good to go on a holiday. Like, actually... Yeah. You know, first holiday in two and a half years. Right. Like, I didn't just have a staycation where I, you know, caught up with friends and stayed at home and slept in. I actually went out and did stuff, and I went... I left Melbourne for two days. Yeah. I feel like I need to do that myself. Yeah, you do. I think we all do. Yeah, we We, all do. We all need a holiday. Like, I literally was talking to a friend of mine I work with... um, yesterday and she's telling me she's already booked a trip to Europe in a couple of months. Holy crap. Yeah. Like she's going to like be in Italy and Spain and Greece. And I'm like, <laughs> nice. I'm sorry. <laughs> really? <laughs> that doesn't seem real. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you didn't just dream that you're doing that. Um, so that's really cool. But, um, but yeah, I had a great time my holiday. I came back to work feeling very refreshed and very, less stressed than I was that's good the month before yeah yeah I really needed a break after everything it's just rough so I feel very yeah I feel a lot better that's good to hear which is good and I don't feel as stressed at work now which is nice even though things are still not up to the standard I wish they could be but I I have finally accepted that it's just not gonna happen yeah (laughs) and that management is happy with the way things are and if they weren't they'd tell me and they're giving me compliments so it's like it's fine it's fine yeah it's fine so it's yeah it's good it's been a good month and i've i've watched fucking just to you know i know this is becoming the the personal catch-up podcast now <laughs> um look the first the first 20 25 minutes is always going to be about yeah <laughs> to the people the people that didn't skip hello and thank you for thank you for staying with us yes um <laughs> but i watched a bunch of stuff i like i've been to the cinemas so many times like it's just i don't even know where to start with like, I mean, highlights in terms of things I've watched. I mean, the book of Boba Fett finished, but oh yeah, if you want to hear our thoughts on that, please check out a podcast called Fred. Yes, yes, I'll stop hitting things. Um, please check out a podcast called Fred um, because there uh, we go into lots of deep dive thoughts on that. Um, I yeah, I went to the movies heaps, and I uh, one of my favorite fil- films I saw was The Eyes of Tammy Faye, which is uh, Jessica Chastain and Andrew Garfield. Uh, based on a true story about two televangelists who uh, ended up scamming um, their believers. Oh. Um, Tammy wasn't responsible. Tammy Faye wasn't really responsible. She was just married to the wrong guy. Her, uh. her husband, uh, who would play played by Andrew Garfield, um, yeah, was he had a lot of issues and um, and just you know used he took advantage of people's faith in God and exploited it. Um, and you know, they did a lot of donations and a lot of, uh, telethons where you'd ring in and donate that kind of thing. Um, to, and like, it's going to go towards this, it's going to go towards the church. It's going to be, help build this new thing. And then he was keeping most of it Wow. and spending it on luxuries for himself and for his wife. Um, Jessica Chastain got nominated for an Oscar for a performance and I really hope she wins because Ah. it's probably the best I've ever seen her. Yeah. 
And I, I've seen most of her stuff because I love her. And it was mind-blowing. I see, Like, it's still in my head. Um, another really good film I saw was Parallel Mothers, um, which is a Spanish film starring Penelope Cruz. And that was awesome. I'm also still thinking about that movie. It was brilliant. Got snubbed by the Oscars um, <laughs> for best uh, foreign language international film. But uh, Penelope Cruz got nominated for Best Actress, which is good because she was very good at it. Uh, and then, uh, what else can I mention? I mean, Peacemaker's been fucking fantastic. I'm literally going to be getting fuller into that very soon, <laughs> which is great. Um, and yeah, I, I, I think those are kind of the highlights, really. Um, there's, pr- there's a bunch of stuff I haven't mentioned because we'd be here all night. Um, <laughs> this episode would just be the recap of what Kendall watched, if that was the case. So I'm going to leave it there because we have a topic to get into. Yes, we do. Yes. We do. Yes, Fulia. Yeah. Get, say what it is. Tell us. I don't know. I, I haven't prepped for this at all. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> so, in the last month, I think it was, in the last month or so. Yes. The World According to Jeff Goldblum, season 2.2. <laughs> two. So, the second half. Yes. Of... Season two dropped the yes. last five episodes. It's funny we're talking about two point two on, on two, two, two Tuesday. Two, 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 <laughs> what up? We didn't plan that. No, but it happened. Yes. Um. So we ended up watching the last five episodes of season two yes. of the world according to Jeff Goldblum. Yes. And we spoke about the first half of it um, last year when it came out. And yes. we really enjoy these episodes. They're so much it's fun. It's a great show. It is so good. Yeah. And just Jeff Goldblum being himself is just amazing. It's just wonderful to and, watch. Yeah, exactly. It's the whole reason I and watch you, it. And you know what's funny? I just realized I don't think I've seen him act in anything. <gasps> well, okay. You were traumatized by Jurassic Park. So, I know. Yeah, exactly. So, you've seen... I don't, I don't remember that. You don't remember him in that? No. Um, you've seen Thor Ragnarok. Apart from that. <laughs> I mean, like, real... Okay, let's look at the man's. We're gonna look at the man's filmography and then four years. Not that he he was bad in Thor Ragnarok. Oh, he was amazing in that. He's great. He was so good. Fully is going to um, (laughs) decide whether or not she wants to edit this out or not Um, because it's another tangent. Um, Did you ever see the Grand Budapest Hotel? I did. He's in that. I don't remember. There's a mustache in that. Oh, that's probably um, why. One of my favorite movies of all time, Independence Day, you haven't no. seen, so, which I don't, I, I would be willing to show you, but the aliens are kind of freaky, so. Um, I mean, he voiced the Grandmaster in What If, that helps you. Um, not really. Mm-hmm. Um, um, burp, 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 burp. He was in Isle of Dogs, he did a voice in Isle of Dogs, he was Duke um, in that. Uh, who's in the Independence Day sequel? Yeah, that's right. I dropped that pointlessly. <laughs> um, well, The Fly, of course, is what he's most known for, but that's a horror film that I, I even myself, have not seen. So I don't know if Fulia would uh, would be willing to watch that. He was in an episode of Will and Grace, apparently. Um, huh. I don't I don't remember. And Friends. Huh. Yeah. There you go. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, but yeah, no, I haven't, look, I haven't seen a lot of what he's done. I've really mostly just seen Independence Day. I've seen, um, 
the Jurassic Park films and uh, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. And now this. Um, But anyway, welcome to the Jeff Goldblum podcast. And that's actually kind of accurate because that's what we're talking about. So, um, but anyway. Yes. So we are going to be discussing each episode. Yes. Uh, from episode five to episode, sorry, episode six, six to ten. Six to ten. We're going to be talking about them. Six to ten. Holy cats. Yes. <clears throat> and the first episode that we are going to be discussing mm-hmm. uh, from episode six is called Tiny Things. Tiny Things. Teeny Tiny Things. Teeny Tiny Things. And man, what an episode to start. <laughs> It was a good return. Yes, it was definitely a good return. Um, I've got my notes here. I'm just going to re- <laughs> remember because at the start of this episode, it's um, we're in Santa Monica and uh, we end up going to this tiny kitchen. Set. Yes, this little uh, TV studio, we'll say. Yeah, like like they film, they literally film a show where they build these miniature sets that are like miniature. Like realism, I suppose you would call it. Like it's just, it's us, but on a much smaller scale. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not, yeah, it's not have surrealist. You, have you ever seen um, posts or videos or any pictures of things where food is being made at that scale? I had never seen that before in my really? life. Really? I didn't think it was going to be real food, even though they were saying it was going to yeah. be real food. And then watching Jeff make, um, you know, spaghetti and meatballs... On a tiny scale like that, my mind was blown. <laughs> I w- and then they were all eating it together afterwards, and yeah. I was like, "But, but, but it, it's it's over. You you gulped it down in one go." Like, <laughs> well, they don't do that, but you know, like I'm just like that seems like a lot of effort for the uh, uh, you know a meal that can fit in the palm of your hand. But can you maybe understand the reasoning why it's such a huge phenomenon oh, no, in I, terms of its I get it. How popular it is? Yeah, I, in I, the world? No, I get it cuz it looks amazing. And, and it's it, so like it's cute. cute. <laughs> <laughs> like it was yeah, I can't made uh, yeah. for dolls. Yeah, it's just just so weird and fascinating that like that's the thing that exists. But well, that's I, the other thing yeah. that because he was even Jeff was a little perplexed about he why was. people love this sort of stuff. Yeah, because it's strange to us to see that, you know, in front of us, seeing but that's so small. Yeah, because it like it does something to our brains. Yeah, I think. yeah, and we just we have this fascination with small things yeah little cute things yeah yeah like i yeah i i I like seeing mini versions it's like you know when you go yeah and they you know not to skip to the next bit of the episode but you know they they do a lego segment and it's like when you see i love the adult lego sets so that like recreate landmarks yeah like skyscrapers and 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 mountains and, yeah well i've got you know i've got a little tokyo lego set behind me and uh, like a, that one of those architecture sets yes yes she does yes and it looks great and i love it yeah it's really cool it's it's, it's almost like it's almost like having a photo like a 3d photo yeah of the main tourist spots in one set yeah it is a bit like that yeah um but yeah, I like I like that stuff. So when they started talking about the Lego, I'm like, okay. Yeah. I just had no idea that mini food was a thing that people did. Mm-hmm. Like, that's crazy. But you know, and it's not just and it's not just mini food either. I've seen so many videos 
Like it'll just pop up on my Facebook feed of people making like carving things out of the tip of a matchstick. Oh, I've seen that before, and I'm like, or the tip of the nah. lead of a pencil. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, nah. wizardry. No, I don't. <laughs> How is that possible? I don't. No, nah. <laughs> that's Photoshop. It's 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 insane. Yeah, I can't believe they can do that. It's like you do, but you're still so mesmerized watching it. Thinking, I know. How is that even possible? How? Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, so that was that was really eye opening. Yeah, yeah. I I really I, I think I really enjoyed that episode because mm-hmm. I I kind of understand where you know Jeff was going with all of this, the whole you know the weirdness and the the cuteness and just the scale of it all. Mm. And you know one of the one of the people that he speaks to mentions that you know some it makes us feel like a giant. It does. Yeah. Yeah, it does. I think people like that kind of aspect because that kind of brings you back to the fantastical parts of your imagination from when you were a kid. Exactly. You know, like playing with your toys. Yes. Yeah. And recreating things. Yeah. 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 It's the same, it's the same thing. Exactly. Um, yeah, so I wrote down some facts about the Legoland stuff. Mm-hmm. They said, apparent, Jeff says in the episode, apparently there are seven Lego sets sold every second. I know, right? Around the world. Right, that blew my mind. That was crazy. I'm like, It makes wow. sense, but that's, yeah, every second. Literally while we're talking right now, seven sets every second. That's yeah. ticking by. Um, apparently there are 62 bricks per human um, on the planet. Like, that's how many bricks... There are so it's not just so that's there's billions of bricks yep. on Earth in existence, um, and those bricks combined can get you to the moon and back ten times over. <sighs> like that's insane. That's over. Th- that's over three hundred and thirty thousand kilometers and slash miles, whatever it yeah. is. Like that's how far it is to the moon. So the fact that, that is crazy. There's that many, there's ten times that, is insane. Um, yeah. So that was. That was cool. And I my favorite part though about the Lego segment of the Tiny Things episode was Jeff's reaction to his mini me. Yeah. That they gave him. <laughs> it was so adorable, his face. And it was the same like it was the same outfit as yeah, what he was wearing. I know. <laughs> that wasn't made earlier, was it? No. <laughs> no. And the at fact all. that he's trying to kid with the trick the kids kids that he just built it yeah they're like like, no i'm finished i don't know about you guys (laughs) yeah it was very adorable very very adorable um and then yeah the last thing in the uh the episode that he actually brings a scientist a scientific perspective on tiny things um and um, meets up in san diego with a microbiologist yes and then he goes scuba diving. Yeah. <laughs> and he literally, at one point, he turns to the camera and says, it's me, Jeff. But he says it in this, like, so un-Jeff-like voice because he's wearing this suit that's just void of color. <laughs> and so for some reason, he's void of his personality. He's just like, it's me, Jeff, like, in case you can't tell. <laughs> and, yeah, like, thanks for clarifying that. Um, that was good. But yeah, that was that was funny because I liked in that segment too. There was like a there was an Independence Day reference because they were talking about in the animated s- sequence. Yeah, they set, mentioned alien life and then the sh- ship from Independence Day, like yeah. one of the fighter ships <laughs> crossed over the screen. It's like I understood that reference. Nice. Um, yeah, so that was cool. Learning about the um, 
the the phytoplankton. Yeah. Um, I didn't even know existed. Like I heard of plankton, but I never heard of phytoplankton. Phytoplankton. Yeah, I think was it the thing that creates the oxygen for us. Yeah. Apparently, they contribute to more of the Earth's oxygen than trees do. Yeah. Like we literally need phytoplankton to live. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Like so that's the other cool thing about this show. Apart from just Jeff Goldblum being Jeff Goldblum. You get scientific things. Learning. Like, things. it's educational. It is very educational. Yeah. I mean, it's National Geographic, I suppose. Yeah. So that, makes, <laughs> that makes sense. It does. Um, but that was that was cool. Like, yeah, it was lots of fun. Yeah, just to see, like, in the seawater, mm. in, like, one tiny drop of seawater, ocean water, Yeah. there's just all of these microorganisms just doing their thing. Exactly part of the circle of life yeah yeah it's very very cool yes uh any other thoughts on tiny things fulia um oh just man it just makes me like i always i always remember everything that you know like even though it wasn't shown in the episode it then reminded me of a lot of different things from what i've seen where I've been so fascinated about yeah. small things. Yeah. Um, you know, um, Lego Lego being one of them. Yeah. Lego is yeah. just amazing. Lego is great. Um, and then the if you if we're still thinking about um, you know, merchandise and pop culture related things, pop vinyls. Yeah, true, pop vinyls. Pop that's, vinyls are absolutely adorable the because fun- it, Funko Pops. It, they give you like a character from a movie or a show or or, or or a famous person that you know, and they shrink it down. And it, the fact that it has a big head with a tiny body, it just fascinates me. <laughs> me too. Like, I still can't pinpoint why I like Funko Pops. I can't pinpoint why. I don't understand either. But I just love them. It's. I think it's like the alternative to having posters plastered all over your walls. I think so. Yeah, I kind that's... of. I think that's kind of for me because I started off with posters. Yeah, and then when Funko Pops became a thing, I was like, "Ooh, that look nicer on a shelf." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of. It's funny. I was almost going to say it's the adult way of of having showing your pop culture interests, but then you know I work at a store where we sell them to five year olds. Yes. So. There, there, there are these cool figures that are just made for people of all ages. Exactly. And they clearly appeal to, obviously, this fascination with tiny things that we seem to have. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing that I will mention is um, I, I follow quite a lot of different um, artists that create things using polymer clay. Yeah, um, right. And, and especially um, charms for, like, jewellery. Mm-hmm. And a few of the ones that I do follow make... Um, food charms out of polymer clay and they look absolutely adorable because they're so small and you look at it it's like a teeny tiny bowl of ramen oh cute on a a little charm yeah or you know you get like a slice of cake and it's like a rainbow with like rainbow layers and i'm and i always look at these and they actually show you videos on how they make them yeah and i'm just like oh my god that's so cute I want them. <laughs> I think that reminds me of um, Bubblegum Whiskers is a designer. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's, that a, that's another one. Yeah. That one you, yeah. I, I follow one. Yeah. I follow yeah. One, yeah. But I, a few others. Yeah. Because that made me think of that because that's what she does. She like uses, is that what it is? Polymer clay? That Polymer she clay. Yeah. Yeah. And she just builds these little things. Uh, and a lot of them are like fantasy and popcorn 
uh, popcorn culture. Ha, wrong podcast. <laughs> Pop culture related, but yeah. Uh, and then she puts up videos and stuff and mm. she makes them into earrings and to, to bracelets and ne- necklaces. I have a necklaces, a necklace of hers. Yeah. That's really, I, really I feel cool. like I've got um, uh, another artist that um, is uh, in that's based in Sydney. Um, I she she was making um, some earrings and they had um, stitch and scrump and I absolutely love those earrings and I've worn them a couple of times to work. And, oh, cool! And because I'm a huge fan of Lilo and Stitch and Stitch is one of my favorite characters in, mm-hmm. in Disney, so I'm just. And it's it's just so small. (laughs) So little, little small. I don't know what it is. Every time we see things that are small and cute, our voice just goes up an octave. (laughs) It does. We're making our voice small. Yes. I suppose. Aren't we? (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. No, it's it's great. It was a great first episode. Yes, it was. The second half. Definitely. Of the season. Um, Episode seven um, was all about puzzles. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't what I was expecting it to be. Mm. And I'm totally okay with that because it, you know, that's the interesting thing about this show is that it kind of, it has a starting point for its concept, but then it does things and picks things to show that relate to that topic that you wouldn't really think of. Like, it's outside of the box kind of thinking. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. The way that they opened up this particular episode. <laughs> was oh, funny. it was funny, funny, wasn't it? Where, you know, it, it's almost like uh, a Western duel where you get you have <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. Standoff. And a, and a Rubik's Cube. Um, like, master. Master. Like, yeah. Pfft. Wow. Wow. No, more more than a master, man. Freaking king. Yeah. And <laughs> they sit down, and then as soon as Jeff says go, he starts nice and slowly, and then the other guy on the opposite side of the table is just done. I can't. It's oh. insane how they... How their brains work that way. Like, how? And probably after years and years of practice and doing it and stuff. But the and fact then that he blindfolds can... himself. Okay, that... Again, I call bullshit. <laughs> really? No. How, how can you? How can I you feel think, that? I feel like there's a pattern to those Rubik's cubes that, after doing it so many times, that you know which it must, way. It must be because, like, you know, obviously when you um, with the repetition of doing them, yeah, and when you buy them, um, I think they 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 don't come solved they come unsolved don't they or do they no unsolved? they come solved do they you have to unsolve it first and then solve it oh okay never mind ignore me i mean <laughs> they may have changed that i don't no, know no no you're probably right you're probably right but I from just... the last time i saw a rubik's cube it was it's definitely solved, solved. <laughs> oh, there you go anyway that's that was my theory out the window <laughs> but it was really great to see and just the way jeff kind of reacted to him doing it and then the fact that he was like doing it with one hand and... yes oh man that's nuts absolutely nuts my hat's off to you who if you can solve a ruby's cube in under 10 seconds yeah wow i cannot no neither can i no <laughs> let's just say this particular episode uh i i am not the biggest fan of puzzles <laughs> i mean i like puzzles yeah it depends on the puzzle I, I don't like puzzle as in the standard stuff where it's like puzzle pieces and you have to put them all together. So jigsaws you don't Jigsaw like. puzzles I'm not a big fan of. Okay, fair enough. I don't have the patience for them. No, that's, that is understandable. <laughs> that's fair. 
Um, but certain other puzzles I am very interested in, mm-hmm. like escape rooms. Yes. They kind of went into... So once they... So they kind of went into this whole escape room thing. Mm-hmm. I've never done an escape room before. I've done one. And I we beat it. Yeah. So that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. It looks interesting because it's a type of puzzle where you're trying to figure out how to get out mm-hmm. by finding clues in, in the, the room. room. Yeah. And trying to put that all together. Mm-hmm. That kind of puzzle, I don't mind. Yeah, it's cool. Um, it's team. It's teamwork. Teamwork. There's a time constraint pressure. Yes, which is very <laughs> pressurable. <laughs> um, I don't know what that stress feels like, but um, I, I wanna I wanna try an escape room. One yeah, day. you should. Yeah, they're fun. I need to do another one. It's almost it's almost like when I play my my um my murder mystery games because mm-hmm. that's also a puzzle as well. Kind yeah, of. yeah. And they're and they're a lot of fun as well. Yeah, um, true they are. Yeah. The, the point and click ones. Mm. Very, very good. Um, yeah, so yeah, the escape room and it was I really liked that they kinda leaned into the the escape part of it and uh, it was a set in a prison. Um yeah. and Jeff was working with these escape room addicts basically. All these people who've done hundreds of escape rooms between each of them. Maybe yeah. maybe over a thousand between them all. Yeah, pretty and much. That was intense. Um, but they were really excited by it and really, you know, and Jeff clearly got excited by their excitement and <laughs> fed off of them and yeah. that was that was a lot of fun. Um <laughs> Yeah. Um the next thing that they that they did, and this is the this is the part where the episode took a turn that I really didn't expect. Um, they, he ends up going to, uh, like an airport. Yeah. Um, and I think what, I think it was the Eastman Georgia School of Aviation. Um, which is, yeah, I'm like, wow. Okay. Um, so then, (laughs) and then Jeff was making gun sounds inside of a plane at one point, (laughs) um, which I noted in my notes because I thought that was funny. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so like, I really kind of like the fact that a, it was shining a light on what traffic controllers do. Yeah. Because their profession's not really often discussed. Um, and then, on the other hand, it's like making us realise it's a, a different kind of a puzzle that yeah. needs solving because you're juggling all these flights. And there are uh, f- uh, 5,400 uh, planes in the air a minute during the peak flight hours in America alone. Yeah. That's a lot of planes. That's a lot of planes. That's a lot of puzzle pieces to juggle. Um, so it was just, yeah, I can't, I could not do that job. And like the, the woman who, who like is, you know, teaching Jeff, um, about it. Like she was, she did, you could tell she was made for that job and the way she explained the kind of person you need to be. Yeah. Like you need to be able to, you know, think fast, improvise, you know, uh, but, but stay cool. Don't get stressed. Don't, don't let things get to you. I'm like, I can't do any of those things. <laughs> I would never do that job. Nah, um, man, that, it seems like a very stressful yeah. Uh, career. Yeah. Because like people's lives are literally depending on you. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's a lot. Yeah. But can you imagine if you were the one flying a plane and all of a sudden you hear Jeff Goldblum? I love clear, that. Clearing, clearing for landing. That was great. 
Yeah, they let they let Jeff uh, clear this plane in for landing. The student, a student flyer, student uh, pilot, and um, yeah, they had the camera on the plane, and she was reacting to. I can't <laughs> believe Jeff Jeff Goldblum just cleared me for landing. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was really sweet. That's so good. Yeah, that was very cool. Yeah, yeah. Um. What else? Yeah, they made him an honorary air traffic controller. Yeah. Um, and at one point he said, oh my heavens to Betsy. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, I just I just love all his little um, lines that he says. <laughs> like, that's holy cats. It's just, yeah. It's just great. Um, and then we end up going to this uh, music venue for another surprising look at puzzles in the world. Um, do you remember what that final one was, Fulia? Oh my god, I'm blanking. Okay. Uh, we met a robot. Oh yes, that's right. By the name of Shimon. <laughs> Shimon! Um, <laughs> I heard the name and I'm like, that's all I'm going to think yep. about. <laughs> um, yeah, Sh- Shimon, uh, the robot um, who was a musical robot. Yeah. That could, like, pick up on what people were doing and then through her programming, you know, actually make music of her own. So An she was, AI performer. Yeah, sort of an AI yeah. going on. That was but crazy. But then Jeff then mentions the fact that it still requires human input. It does, so she can't she can't function without yeah because she yeah she base bases her responses or her creativity off of whatever the people around her are doing exactly yeah so if you play well she plays amazingly and yeah if you play like shit as we see Jeff trying to rap at one point <laughs> which was so funny the rapping my god um, and he did okay he did a, all like, right yeah I mean he's no Tupac but you know. <laughs> That's fine. That's why he's a jazz musician. Exactly. Not a musician. Hmm. And not a not a rap artist. Um but uh but yeah that and then frickin' um Shimon comes in with the, the rapping in response and it was actually really good Yeah too, even though he was shit. <laughs> but that was that was really, really cool. Yeah. Like and I loved the the robot like in the band playing jazz music with Jeff and It was so good. It was just awesome. It was just yeah. a lot of fun. But like really interesting to see how, you know, uh, artificial intelligence has to work and solve, you know, puzzles have to be solved in that way to, mm. uh, you know, to in order to get that kind of thing yeah. happening, I suppose. I don't know. It was very interesting. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it too. Yeah. Very fascinating. Um, so that was episode seven. Episode eight was uh, all about motorcycles. <laughs> Is that the noise that he's supposed to make? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We sound exactly like a Harley Davidson. Oh, don't, yeah. Don't deny it. Um, <laughs> so, Harley Davidson, um, yeah. Um, I really liked the reveal at the start of the episode of, like, Jeff actually being in a sidecar. <laughs> Because, like, the whole... He has, like, an arc, a story arc in this episode of him being, like, afraid to, to do the, the riding of the motorbike. Yeah. And so he starts the episode, like, fooling us with with movie magic that he's actually riding one. But then we get the reveal of him in a sidecar. <laughs> yeah. Wearing a leather jacket, looking badass and very pleased with himself. Yeah. That was fun. 
Um, and then, yeah, and then he goes to a kind of like a, a bike show, a bike mm. expo where all these motorcycle enthusiasts come and show off their, their wheels. A lot of them custom made. Yeah, a lot of them were custom builds. Yeah. Yeah. And custom, um, da, 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 what's the mods, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Some really interesting designs. Um, very yeah. creative very designs. Very creative, too. yeah. 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 And really cool people as well. Um, were lo- there were some lovely, lovely people in there. And just, yeah, you got a real sense of the community, I think. Yeah. Amongst the people of, you know, that, that love these bikes and love riding and showing them off and, and all of that. That was very cool. Mm. Mm. Yes. Any other thoughts on that? I'm not a huge motor- motorcycle See, neither fan. am I. <laughs> you neither can probably tell from our comments we're not, right now. We're not really going to say much on, on the motorcycle episode, but... I mean, it was interesting. It was interesting. It was an interesting episode. Um, and then, you know, sort of seeing how people were so, you know, enthusiastic and passionate about their bikes. Um, and then towards, you know, the, the end where we find out that... Um, he that um that Jeff goes and 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 learns how to ride a motorcycle on a on a dirt bike to mm. begin with because apparently dirt don't hurt dirt don't hurt that's right apparently apparently not <laughs> um but it was also cool to find that there was a group of female bikers yeah um that you know that just I think they're what were they called again? The Oh, did I write it down? Um I don't know if I wrote it down. Something to do with babes on rides or Yeah, um Babes Ride Out. Babes Ride Out, there babes we go. Babes Ride Out, I did write it down. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> babes Ride Out. Yeah, babes that was ride out. that was cool. Yeah. And it was really cool to see that because yeah, of course, there are a lot of females out there that really like motorbikes as well. Yeah, yeah. And I think that was the other cool part of the episode was the fact that it was you know, and Jeff reiterated, it's not just, you know, your typical what you think of as a biker on motorbikes. It's everyone. Yeah, exactly. Like, they're for everybody. Yeah. In all different shapes and sizes, just the way humans are. Yeah. Which is cool. And then he ended up judging um, a motorcycle um, contest or whatever it was. Yeah, at the yeah back at the community thing, yeah. he ended up um, picking a couple of winners, mm. bikes that he liked. That was fun. Yeah. Um, he gave one. Oh no, I think he after that though he actually they went to a um this uh, entrepreneur inventor guy in Beverly Hills. Yes, who, who had a biodegradable motorbike. That was fascinating. Yeah, that I, as soon as like they were drinking this smoothie to begin with. And then as soon as the guy said, you're drinking parts of a motorcycle, I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, I'm sorry? <laughs> Excuse me? What do you mean? Explain. And then they go and see, then they go and show the bike, and then he goes through the materials they use to create the parts of the bike. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, wow, that that is cool. Yeah. But, like, how is that even possible? I know. But, like, every, every he said every part of that bike could be compostable, biodegradable. Like renewable, reusable, yeah. like all of that. I'm like, it's so cool. That's yeah, it's insane. Yeah, it's insane. Um, and Jeff gave it ten out of ten gold blooms. Yes, he did. Because <laughs> he really likes. He's very he, impressed. He was very impressed by it and the fact that it was all electric and 
and and green, you know, yes. environmentally friendly as well. And I think that's great. where a lot of vehicles are slowly going. They're slowly oh, yeah. going to electric the, cars are becoming way more popular. Yeah, and more green as well, more environmentally friendly. And um, I, I feel like it's slowly going to become the norm soon. Yeah, yeah, give give or take 10, 20 years probably, yeah. but it's definitely heading in that direction. Yeah. Definitely heading that way. Um, yeah. And then I guess at the end, after he learned to ride the dirt bike, he, he was um, riding riding with the, the, the babes ride out and a bunch of other bikers and... Uh, he was in Long a three wheeler. In a three wheeler, which honestly badass. I wouldn't mind. I could do a three wheeler. Yeah, yeah. It looked like it just looked like a go kart, <laughs> like a souped up go kart. Looked kind of fun. Yes, he looked like I he agree. was having a good time. I agree, and it looked very comfortable. It looked very comfortable. <laughs> like he might not immediately die if something went wrong. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was good. Yeah. Um, all right, episode nine was what was it, Fulia? Episode nine was about birthdays. Birthdays. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Um, yeah, yeah. This was this was a great one. I liked this episode a lot, mm. um, especially because we got to learn something about Jeff that was personal in this one. Yeah. Um, his 13th birthday curse, as he called Aww. it. <laughs> um, where he had like one bad birthday when he was 13 that just stuck with him yeah. for the rest of his life to the point where he's like, I don't like celebrating birthdays anymore. You know, as he's getting old, especially when you get older. And I've kind of felt that a bit too. Not because I've had bad birthdays. Like I still, I have one bad birthday from when I was 10 that I remember like, just being not what I was expecting it to be. And certain people couldn't make it for certain reasons. And it was just very, you know, underwhelming. And I was, you know, and like literally the year before everyone had like hyped up to me, Oh, it's double digits next year, Kendall. And then double digits happened and no one came. So it was, yeah. I mean, I had a party with my friends, but my family and couldn't, couldn't be a lot of, a lot of my family couldn't be there, which really sucked. Um, but it's okay. So, but unlike Jeff, I didn't let that ruin my thing on birthdays. However, I do understand what he means when he says, like, as you get older, birthdays just don't. It's like Christmas. It just doesn't feel special anymore. Like, they just kind of feel like it's just, you know. Because some people are like, oh, I have to do something every year for my birthday. Yeah. But as I'm getting older, I'm like, okay, they're coming around quicker and quicker now. So... Why? See, yeah, I'm. I'm kind of. I'm kind of similar in, in that sense, where it's just like there's a birthday coming around. A re- like birthdays were important to me when I was a teenager. Oh yeah, me too. And especially when it got to like my 18th birthday, and yeah. then when I hit my 21st. 21st. Yeah, they're the big ones. They're the big ones. Now, unfortunately, my family's not huge on throwing parties, mm. so I had to organize my own thing. And they weren't exactly the best. <laughs> they weren't really the best of parties. But they were held, like, my 18th birthday was held at my house, mm-hmm. in this house. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and it was literally, and because I went to an all-girls school, it was girls only. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, right. That's okay. Uh, and then on my 21st, um, I went out clubbing, but it wasn't what I had hoped it to be. Okay. So 
I still dressed up and I still in, tried to enjoy myself, but it wasn't the best. Like oh, really? I, I didn't have, I didn't have a great time to be honest. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I enjoy. I definitely enjoyed my 18th more than my 21st. I enjoyed my. I think I feel like I enjoyed my 18th more than my 21st as yeah. well. Only because even though it was at home, I was able to dance to music that I loved. I had my friends over. Mm-hmm. We had a, a f- we had a fun time, mm-hmm. and I, I still got to dress up. So yeah. that in that, in that instance, and the fact that it was also the first time I could have alcohol. <laughs> yeah, that's a big one. So those of you in America, 18 is our legal age for alcohol. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. So, yeah. And I like birthdays for me now, as long as I'm with the people that I care about, mm-hmm. I can just go out for like a dinner. And that'll be enough. Yeah, same. Yeah, or a movie. Yeah, or... but now, now I'm starting to feel like oh, I want to do experience things. Like I want to, like go away for a weekend, or I want to, yeah. I want to maybe do something extravagant that isn't necessarily a party. Mm-hmm. Like I'm over the party scene. I think. Yeah, I don't need to have like yeah. I mean, maybe when we hit forty, we'll have a party. Yeah, like milestone but... birthdays. Like even my thirtieth. I mean, it was fun. Your 30th was fun. My, my 30th was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, it's now it's it's getting to the point where, oh, God, I have to organize it now. Yeah, that's the I have to thing. see who's going to come. Like, Is it going to be worth going to this particular place? Yeah. You know, money and... <laughs> it's a lot of factors. It's a lot of factors. That's why birthdays were more fun when we were kids. It was because it was an event every year, and our parents organized them for us. So yeah, exactly. It, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. In most cases, but in this particular episode, <laughs> let's get back to the actual. Let's show. go. Yeah. <laughs> this is t- tangent city Tangents. today. <laughs> Tangents. Yes, in the actual show. So at the start of the birthday episode, um, uh, Jeff is in Jefferson Park in Los Angeles at a surprise party. Um, 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 for this wonderful young man and his fan, uh, fans, maybe he has fans. I mean, friends, <laughs> friends and family. Yes. Uh, friends and family. Yes. I said that right. Um, <laughs> and it's just, you know, Jeff kind of rediscovering the joy of, you know, different ways to celebrate like mm. surprise parties are really special, especially if, you know, as some of the people said, like it's for someone that they think really either needs it. Or deserves it. Yeah. And it's a special way to show your love for that person and that you appreciate them. Yeah. And all of that. So that that's really cool. Like mm. that's apart from just going out and having a good time, like part like doing things for your birth for birthdays in that way is just it's a nice way for your mental health, like, you know. Just especially over the last couple of years that we've had. Like, yeah, exactly. You know, to just just to be with the people you want to be with just because. Mm. Um, and it's nice to have, you know, to be able to treat your friends that are celebrating because you want to do something nice for them. And, exactly. And all of that. So yeah. that was a really way, like nice way to start the episode. It was. I really enjoyed it. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and 
the fact that they wanted to have a water balloon fight. <laughs> yeah, there's a water balloon fight at the end there. Je- Jeff was just like, if you wanted to do anything, what did you want to do? And he organized it. I love and that. And I was just like, that is so cool. That's really cool. I'd love to have Jeff Goldblum at my birthday. I uh, know, me too. <laughs> Not because he could organize things, but just more so the fact that he'd be a lot of fun to have there. He would be a lot of fun. <laughs> he would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Absolutely. Man. Um <laughs> Yeah, and then the whole, what was the concept of um, birthdays and celebrating in different ways? Uh, like in different countries. In different countries. So I, I wrote down uh, in Japan for their for celebrating birthdays in, in Japan, they do a thing where um, you pick an object. Like we get a you get to a certain age, you pick an object uh, at random out of like a circle or something, and then that object is going to be your part of your destiny or your mm. future career sort of thing in Denmark they um when you're uh 30 and still single so this would have happened to us if yeah. we were Danish um they throw black pepper on you Why? <laughs> make a sneeze <laughs> um and then uh in China um they uh do this kind of metaphorical representative thing of your life where they have this noodle. It's just one long noodle and, you know, and how, and like that represents your life and your lifespan. And if you accidentally end up cutting it somehow shorter, then that's going to, that's your life. You're cutting your life short. Like something, Uh, it was, is is it the way, is it, you have to eat it in one something. It was something like that. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And then, yeah, if you, if it falls off, you know, too soon, then you're not going to have a very long life. <laughs> so Imagine putting your fate into a noodle. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Um, that was, yeah. Yeah, interesting. But oh, yeah. very very cool because that's the other thing about birthdays too is that they're celebrated differently everywhere. Exactly. There's so many, like, different, like, traditions at, in different cultures mm-hmm. um, and it's always celebrated differently. I know with... With, with me and my family, um, it's always celebrated the same way as Westerners do. Like, just, you know, family and friends gather together. There's a cake. Yep. There's presents. Yep. And then the, it, there's fun, you know, with music and dancing and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's the general concept of it's a birthday. A typical, typical yeah. birthday. Yeah. Um, so then Jeff finds himself in the Mojave Desert. Um Oh, on a souped-up thingamabob. Those are his words. <laughs> um, where, um, like, they, he ends up, you know, learning from this, like, another scientist uh, about the way... What, and I love the fact they brought this up because it's always fascinated me. How time feels like... it's all, Time is always the same, right? Time is also relative. So, as we're getting older it feels shorter yes so that's why as we're getting older every time we say oh my god it's february's done already not just because it's the shortest month but because oh my god it's already february's already done we're two months into 2022 yeah and it feels like it's gone so fast compared to when we were younger when we were younger for like forever and apparently it's because of the way humans form memories and stuff and because when we're kids we're learning everything for the first time the memories get laid down in a different way that makes time 
you know, feel like it just, it feels like ages. Yes. But as you're getting older, you're not laying down many more new experiences or memories because you've had all of your first times doing all this stuff. Yeah, and it's all done. So yeah. you're not doing anything really new um, as you're getting older because you're just, you know, you're working your job, you're, you've got your house or your apartment or you, whatever, and you've got your partner or you're single, but it's consistent stuff. Yeah. Right? So therefore time, because we're not laying down new memories, it's time to us is appearing as if it's shorter mm. or it's going faster. Yeah. Because we're not purposefully creating new memories that therefore then drags it out longer. Exactly. Even though, you know, time is always the same, but it's, you know, relative to the person. Exactly. In that way. So yes. I love the fact that that finally got explained because I've always been so curious <laughs> as to why that is. Yeah. So I weird. yeah, when that when they when that when I watched it through the first time and they explained all that about time, uh I just my my eyes widened. Yeah. I was just all of a sudden, I'm just like, my goodness, it makes sense now. It makes sense. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. It's, a, it's, yeah, it's scientific. It's yeah. the way our brains work. Yeah. That's why. It's so, so freaking crazy. <sighs> yeah. Um, and then came one of my favorite parts of the episode. Um, and we got to, to meet Grandma Sandy and her, her wonderful friend, as they were, uh, you know, these seven, one was, one of, Grandma Sandy was like in her early seventies and her friend was like in her early eighties and here they were in like, you know, um, four wheeler, like dirt bike thingies. What were they, what are they called? Uh, quad bikes? Quad bikes. Like yeah. Quad yeah. Kind of like quad bikes. Yeah. Out in the desert. Out in the Mojave desert. Um, and just riding around making new memories and having new experiences. Because they've never done it before. Because they've never done it before. And apparently Grandma Sandy is like known on social media. She has Instagram, she has TikTok and she'd like always, always trying new things, always finding new experiences and filming them for, you know, just pure entertainment and just to show people. Just because you're you're elderly doesn't mean you can't have fun. You can't have fun. Yeah, exactly. You can't enjoy your life. And I love. She said this one line. I don't think I wrote it down, but it was. She basically talked about how like, you know, every day when she wakes up is another. She feels like she's been given another ticket to Disneyland. Yes. I'm like that's ex- that's pretty much what she said. Like that's. That's that's like, a really cool way to put it. That's a great way to look at life. Yeah, like the fact that every day is an opportunity that you're in that you you are in the happiest place on earth, essentially. Like, yeah, the world literally the world is your oyster. Yeah, and you can do whatever you want. And I'm looking at was, that and I'm thinking, wow, she's doing that at that age. I know. I'm, and we're not and, doing it. And we're like forty years younger than yeah. Her. And we're just you know. We're complaining. <laughs> <laughs> We're complaining about losing time. And she's there making the most of the time she has left. Far out. What a legend. Yeah. I hope I'm still as, you know. I hope so too. I hope I'm kind of, I'm still like the one that loves to video game and still goes yeah. out and has those experiences at I, that age as well. I hope so too. That sounds so cool. I got a bad feeling I'm not going to be that person. Because <laughs> I am, I am so lazy. Oh man. <laughs> I'm going to, yeah. No, I'm going to try not to be that person. No. Um, but she was great. And then um, we ended up having a, a Talladega Goldblum, as Jeff put it. <laughs> and he and, and Grandma Sandy ended up racing each other. Yes. And may, we're making like 
quips at each other about eating dirt and dust and (laughs) psyching each other out. It was very cute. Yeah, I loved it. The one thing... um, I'm going to rewind a little bit because you may missed it um yeah no the, please go back the um as when we were talking when you talk about the scientist that comes in yes. talking about that stuff yes so the type of birthday that this young group was celebrating and it was twins that were celebrating their oh, 24th birthday we haven't gotten there yet no it's literally the next segment i thought that was literally just before that okay unless maybe my brain's just unless i wrote it wrong (laughs) if you're writing it in consecutive notes then you must be right because i didn't write things now (laughs) well because i feel i feel like i just remembered that they went from (laughs) they went from like you know he got picked up by the scientist in the desert and then got taken to grandma sandy or they or grandma sandy and and her friend rocked up because then when when jeff in the after the Grandma Sandy stuff, he ends up going to... There is another scientist. He's measuring the heart rates of the of the, the group. Yes. Yeah, so there's... Yeah, so... Uh, okay, not maybe, to, not maybe to, not just to the say, way... Maybe my brain's just remembering it's it okay. That's okay. It happened in the episode. It's fine. <laughs> it happened. You're right. Anyway, but yes, talk about that, because that's yes. what happens next. Yes, so essentially they decided, and they're, they're turning 24, they didn't want to do the traditional, you know, have party birthday thing. sort of thing. They wanted to do something a lot more different. So they had their close friends with them and it did, they did something that connected them together because they're, they're experiencing this together as yeah. well. And that's firewalking. Firewalking. Wow. I kind of want to do it. I have done it. You have, haven't you? Yes. What? It, yeah. Tell us what it's like. It's, it's essentially what the guy said. You do get a little bit of a burn, a little minor burn on your foot, under your foot. Yeah. But there are ways of avoiding getting too many burns and just walking through it. Yeah. The whole point of a fire walk, um, when I did it, it was more of a mental and emotional experience. Yeah. yeah. And they sort of the the way that I did it was we had um and it was part of a whole program thing where you would write down a, like a couple of words, I think on one side was the negative, the other side was the positive and you try and you break the you break the piece of wood mm. um, and you're sort of, you're pushing through the negativity, essentially. You're pushing yeah. through to the other side. Yeah. And you have to, and anyway, we got those boards and we, and we use those as the kindling for the fire of yeah. the fire walk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as cool. the coals, mm-hmm. uh, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, now the, the person that helps you go through that actually, it's kind of, kind of like, pumps you up in a way, hypes you up Mm -hmm. to make you feel like you're not walking on fire. Mm -hmm. You are walking through, um, and you're going from what, from point A to point B in your life where you want to be. Yeah. It's very metaphorical. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. And now if you're, if we're looking physically on the way you walk on the fire, Mm -hmm. um, they tell you not to curl your toes when you're walking because that because yeah. then you'll be grabbing the hot coals yeah. and that's not good. No, you don't want to do that. No. No. Um, so essentially, it's just a look in front of you and just power through. Yeah. And just walk. And it's it's not even a very long distance. It's a short distance. No, yeah, they only it's like a couple of meters. Or if something. if you're if you're a first time fire walker, it's always a short distance. Yeah. Um, like maybe like two two ish meters. Yeah. Okay. Um, and 
it's very liberating to do that because mm-hmm. you walk because in your mind you feel like you're gonna psych yourself out because holy yeah. crap this is gonna burn my feet it's gonna yeah. be hot blah 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 yeah because they tell you how hot it is and it's freaking hot yeah but then all of a sudden you're hyped up because you don't want to hold yourself back. Yeah. You want to get through it mm-hmm. because it's a personal thing mm-hmm. and you walk through it and you feel accomplished. Yeah. Yeah. And it's an amazing feeling. Mm-hmm. And I like, I, if, if you ever get the chance to do a fire walk, I highly recommend you do it. Mm-hmm. It is just, it's an amazing experience. Yeah. I'd probably do it again if I had the opportunity. Yeah, now that really. I now that I've experienced it already, okay. I would definitely do it again. Nice. All yeah. right. Cool. Yeah. So and that's what they do in the episode. Yeah. They do a fire walk and and Jeff was a little hesitant about it, um, but he gets through it. He gets through it. He does it. Yeah. Um, and they're all celebrating. It's very cool. Um, and they use that as a way to bond. Yes, because the reason. Uh, one of the reasons this is kind of happening is because there's a, a whole scientific side of it. So they have this scientist there who's got heart rate monitors and all of them mm. um, uh, because his data ends up showing that all of their heart rates went up at the same time, at the same, when they all hit the firewalk at the yeah. same time, like they experienced the exact same stuff. And that's a bonding experience. Yes. Um, and it, you know, there's just before this segment, there's like this animation sequence where Jeff's explaining about how the way birthdays began and the way humanity began is like, you know, the way rituals sort of informed who humans would become as part of our evolution Mm. and how doing rituals together, doing celebrations together, events together, bonds people. Yeah. Like more, you know, like when you do have a shared experience like that, that's that special. Like you're bonded for life. So those friends are bonded for life. Yeah. Now yeah. After doing that, because that's so monumental. It is. So, it is. but it's just so. It's just. It was really nice to see that this is something that humans have just. It's like the the reason we have modern part of the reason we have modern civilization is because humans have been drawn to each other and been drawn to how do these rituals. You know, uh, and have have routine and all of this stuff and community, most importantly, and that then helps us to evolve to where we are now. Yeah, like that's been happening for thousands of years. So like that's really really interesting. Um, yeah. So, but it was really and it was just really nice to you know see Jeff do a firewalk. <laughs> yeah. Like that was crazy. Yeah, it was really cool to see that. Yeah. Um so when when I saw that they they were doing a firewalk, I was just like, oh, I've done one of those. That's so cool that yeah. they're actually using that as a as a way to celebrate their mm-hmm. birthday. Yeah. 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 Super cool. Yeah. All right. One more episode to discuss and that's episode 10. Mhm. Uh and that is what folia Backyards. <laughs> backyards. What is our fascination with the backyard? I um, don't have a fascination with the backyard because I have no backyard. Too uh, <laughs> fascinated about me either. Um, <laughs> yes, I'm. I'm similar to how Jeff says at the start of the episode. I am not a green thumb. I no. Have, I have no interest in 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 plants, in keeping plants, flowers, any of that stuff. Like. I have much respect for people who love that stuff because 
it's, you know, really beautiful if you, you know, look after it. But I just, I don't have the time or I forget or I just, I'm not invested. No. So don't buy me plants, people. I tried buying plants. Yeah. Because it was a, I got a gift card to Bunnings. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, let me, I'm going to try this. And I wanted to get like small plants that I could maintain. Yeah. In- indoors. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately, I couldn't. No. <laughs> it didn't last very long. <laughs> so I was just like, mum, you handle the gardening. Yeah. It's not for me. <laughs> no, it's not for yeah, us. Yeah, no. It's not for us. But apparently it's for a lot of people in America. Because yeah. according to this episode, um, I think every year, uh, $48 billion is spent on... That's- on backyards and Crazy. yards in general. You buy Americans, yeah. That is insane. Like, so much money. It's it's cool that they want to have a backyard that is their own unique place mm-hmm. that they can spend time in, um, you know, with their family or just, you know, so that it's it's something to be, you know... I you, in, honest, in all honesty, honestly, honesty, words... Uh, <laughs> I would love to have myself a nice, decent sized backyard, mm-hmm. but it's sort of made into like this Zen garden. Yeah, that'd be cool. And it'd be something to sort of relax in mm-hmm. and some, it, it'd almost be like getting away from everyday life. Yeah. I mean, type of thing. I, I kind of feel the same. Like I've always loved those gardens that look like they're a doorway to Narnia sort of thing. Yeah. Like you, there's just, there's hidden little treasures. A secret garden. A secret garden. Why? It's one of the reasons I love that movie so much. Yeah. Like the original film. Cause it's just, it really feels like this special secretive magical place. Really. Even before it gets done up and like looked after. Yeah. Even, even when it's, you know, dilapidated and run down and yeah. stuff. It's it still has this mystery to it. Mm. That's really fascinating. Um, but yeah, I don't have the patience to do anything. No, else. unfortunately neither do I. So yeah. I would need to get myself one of those landscape artists to come and do it up for yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> and then repeatedly come and maintain it. Yes. Because <laughs> that ain't happening. Um, so Jeff starts the episode off by visiting uh, Morgan's Cove in San Jose. And I've been to San Jose and I have not heard of Morgan's Cove. Oh. But, but then again, it's seems like it's just someone's backyard. Yeah. Um, but um, they've turned it into this pirate-themed... Yes. Like, just... It oh, sounds like fun. It's, it just sounds like fun. It's I, a backyard... Fun, like, it's a it's a backyard where you can have fun, but it's adult fun. Yeah. Adult fun. Adult fun. Um, yeah, because, like, all, you know... the. Morgan the pirate himself and his friends just get together and uh, they, you know... Act like pirates. Act like pirates and it's just escapism for them. And I like that about it too. Yeah. It's it's just cool. Like they just, on a whim, they were just like, yeah, let's just, you know, do up the backyard like this. And then now it's something special that they look forward to. Yeah, exactly. And and it's it's amazing how creative people can be when when they do make their, you know, their backyards, these amazing landscapes or... Mm -hmm. It's 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 a scene for them essentially mm-hmm. from from their own sort of like imagination and yeah. I love that yeah yeah it's cool it is very very cool mm. 
Um, what do I, do I have oh, other notes? Oh, yeah, then we, we learned some more about humanity's fascination with backyards. Apparently, China created, like, walled gardens. Uh, uh, well, they walled their nature in, for hunting purposes, like, to, you know, keep, let the hunters do the hunting and then the people, the rest of the people could have their gardens. So, like, they walled parts of the like the forest or mm. whatever, so they could separate the two. Uh, in France, um, gardens became a thing um, because of they, you know, the French wanted to brag about their mastery of nature. Um, so the the more grandiose the yeah. garden, the the better they were at you know just having having control over Mother Earth, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, and then after that, of course, there's a mention of how uh, then. Today, from the 1950s onwards, um, you know, backyards have kind of just been the way they are now. And that's in the sub- when the suburban boom happened in the US in the 50s. That's when that really took off. Yeah. Yeah. Very fascinating stuff. Very, very much so. But then we also go from suburban to city where there's not as much garden or greenery. No. Um, and they have to sort of find their own way to do that and there are communities that come together and create um like these community gardens yeah yeah there's this uh so this is a community garden in east oakland california Mm. um where you know uh any anybody that lives in the neighborhood can come by plant their own um you know flowers vegetables you know all of that stuff and just have a place to to bond with people over their love for for gardening and 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 things of that that like and then they you know they cook each other food yeah that made from the food that they grew themselves yeah exactly and it's also a, it's also a great place to bring the kids as well yeah, and yeah. they get to learn about gardening yeah and how it all works which is great um and that sort of gives them a bit more of an idea of where food comes from mm-hmm. and so that helps them to educational then, yeah and then you get these kids that have been in that garden saying that they are proud of the food that they have grown yeah which is really cool to see because you don't see that very often with kids no no you don't the fact that they are actually like actively showing an interest in learning about gardening and learning about cultivating food and and all of that is just very very and making composting fun (laughs) yes (laughs) getting these giant compost bowls um, and apparently they have to roll the ball in order to get the, the, process, w- the going. process going. Yeah. And so they make it a race. They make it a game for a the kids. A relay race. It's so cool. That was And that was funny. Yeah, it was really sweet yeah. to see these kids getting into into the process, but, you know, still having fun with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Jeff being Jeff about it, just having, <laughs> having a ball with, you know... Having a ball, huh? Didn't even mean it. Yeah. Um, you know, and saying how it's heavier than it looks and, and all of this. And then there's a part at the end of the relay race where one of the, one of the kids on Jeff's team ended up rolling it further further than they should have. Like, and then Jeff's far. like, you've gone too far. Come, <laughs> come, come back. back. Stop. <laughs> it's just very, very amusing. Yeah. Um, yes. So, and then the last part... Of the last episode of season two um, was about going into uh, 
you know, the Earth's backyard, if you will. So they ended up, Jeff ended up going into Sequoia National Park in California with some forest scientists. Yes. Um, and learning about, you know, trees and, and, and their study of the way um, drought and water and, and uh, floods and bushfires and, like, all of this stuff affects the way <coughs> trees live and and grow and mm. the f- way the forests are and the history yeah, of yeah. them and that was really fascinating about learning about how all the through the root systems of each tree they communicate with each other and how older trees can give energy to younger trees to help them grow and yeah. and they know you know they they under the trees somehow understand the way nature works in terms of like the seasons in terms of the weather conditions and they talk to each other and I'm just like wow like that's crazy the secrets of nature man the secrets of nature <laughs> i just wrote trees help other trees that was my <laughs> that was my tldr version of that trees help other trees um yeah that was really yeah that was really nice very fascinating. Yeah, it was really cool. And then just to see Jeff Goldblum trying to claim the tree using yeah. the whole highness system. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he's not a big fan of heights. He's, no, that's one thing we've learned this season. Yeah. He does not like heights. No. I feel you, Jeff. <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. No, but it's, um, it was really sort of, it was really interesting to see the type of things that they do for their science Yes, with the with the tree and with yeah. the trees and all that sort of stuff, and yeah. just the fact that they can climb all the way to the top, yeah, to do their ex- like to to collect samples yeah. and stuff, and like at the top of these really with tall trees, giant redwood trees, and as far just as... looking and you're like, man, how are they up there? <laughs> just yeah, they've got nerves of steel. Oh my say. gosh, yeah, because they're like you know probably. A, 50 to 100 meters up in the air. Yeah. And they're just chilling. Dude. This is their nine to five. That's their office. That, yeah. What Jeff yeah. says, their, their, their office That's is their the, office. the top of the trees. And it's just like, yeah, that would be an amazing view. Yeah. Looked, it looked amazing. Yeah. It looked very pretty. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, that's. Season two. Yeah, that's season two. Done. Yeah. I hope there's a season three. I hope so. I'm sure there will be. <laughs> I'm sure there will I'm be. I'm really enjoying the the educational and the entertainment part it's, of this show. It's great. I just love Jeff as the host of this show. <laughs> yes. He's just so wonderful to watch. So engaging. He's so curious. He's not really afraid to do anything in these in these shows. Like He, he rarely refuses things and... Uh, is just endlessly fascinated by yeah. by the world and how it works and the things within it and yeah it's just very cool yes yeah um, okay well before we go um, we're going to pick a favorite episode yes I have mine do you want to go first though or do you need to think no I know mine you know yours yeah I reckon it's gonna I reckon I know what it is I think it's the same as mine but go. Tiny things. Oh no! <laughs> I forgot about tiny things. No. That I I should have known that would have been your favorite. So <laughs> that's my bad. Tiny things is your favorite. That was my favorite. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. What? I I just really enjoyed it and the fact that I 
could relate to a lot of the things that he discussed in that episode. And, yeah. And just, you know, Lego and, Lego and and things that are built and the tiny kitchen. And I'm just like, yep. Tiny food. Tiny. Just a tiny, everything tiny. I'm tiny, very tiny. fascinated by tiny. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. How about you? What is your favorite episode? My favorite episode was the birthdays. Birthdays! Yeah, I'd say that was a close second for me. Yeah, Yeah. I had a lot of fun with that one. I just, Grandma Sandy was just everything to me. And I mean, you probably could tell the way I was talking about it, but just that fascination with the way time works Mm -hmm. and our brains work with memory and birthday celebrations and how that kind of, it all influences each other and yeah. stuff like it's just really fascinating like, i agree it's like why does time slow down when we actually reverse that why does time speed up when we get older <laughs> because we've got less of it and it's like no it's because of the, the way your memories work I'm like oh okay yeah need to go out and do new have new experiences more often mm. be like grandma sandy what would grandma sandy do so yeah that's it i think that's what we need to sort of that's the philosophy that is our philosophy we're in disneyland every day and we're wasting it yep terrible (laughs) (laughs) must change that yes but Mm. that that was my favorite episode i like awesome yeah yeah that's cool yes all right I think that'll do it. That is the end of another episode of The Monthly. Yes, we've hit the end. Yes. We've hit the end. Hope you enjoyed it. Yes. Uh, as much as we did discussing about it and going on tangents about it. And... Oh, it was so good. Yeah, it was yeah. great. It was very, like, every, every episode had something that we could relate to. Yeah, that's the other cool thing. Yeah. So, yeah, you can kind of, yeah, you can connect with this show. And the things they discuss. Exactly. In a lovely way. Yes. Very heartwarming. <laughs> With some gold bloomy things going on. Yes, gotta love the gold bloom. Gotta love the gold bloom. Um, cool. Well, um with that done, mm-hmm. um, how's your February looking? Sorry, your February looking. My, my March. How's how's your March looking? <laughs> I'm still stuck in February. It's okay. So am I. Um, my March is at the moment still going to be the same as usual. Going to keep streaming. Going to keep content creating. Um, working as well. Mm-hmm. And um, going to try and go to the movies a bit more. Yes. <laughs> if I can. Do it. Um, there are some films that are coming out pretty soon um, that I really want to go and see. Um, and then, yeah, um, at this point I've got nothing specific planned, mm-hmm. um, but if I end up doing anything, I will let you know next month. Yes. We'll hear about it next month. Yes, definitely. Yes, we will. <laughs> How about you, Kendall? How's your March looking? My March so far is going to be consisting of, uh, two really fun things that I'll mention. The first being... Uh, finally going to see Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Hey, it's finally happening. It's been in Melbourne for three years at this point, and I was going to go in 2020, but then you know, yep, something interrupted that. Um, (laughs) so I'm finally going now, uh, to see the show in two parts before they merge it into one. Into one, yeah, and then I will go again and see it as one. Yes, um, because of course. Um, but I'm, so I'm really excited. Yeah. I'm really excited. Oh, I'm excited finally, for you. Finally see it. Yeah. I can't wait. 
Um, and then the other really exciting thing is that the Oscars are happening at the end of March. Uh, um, yes. So depending on the timing of, of the dates of March and, and our podcast, um, there may be a, an Oscars review. Maybe. Um, next month. If not, you'll hear about it in April. Yes. Um, <laughs> but yes, the Oscars are happening in four weeks' time, four or five weeks' time yeah. from now. And I'm um, very much looking forward to seeing who ends up walking away with those shiny gold yes. gold statues. Yes, that's going to be really cool. Yes. Hashtag Dune for best picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it probably won't happen, but I would love to see I would love to see Dune win because it got nominated for 10 things and Hashtag #Will Smith for Oscars. <laughs> yeah, I oh, that's it's going to be tough. <laughs> Man, every bloody year I feel like the the best Best actor and best actress are so hard to pick. Mm. My God, the yeah, it's just insane how talented yeah. these bunch of actors are. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna guess and I'm gonna be wrong. I'm usually, I'm, well, I'm not usually <laughs> wrong, but like, it's just yeah. Last year I didn't do too well. Well, or the um, year before was it? Maybe we should do some predictions. No, <laughs> oh, you want to do not, some predictions not now, but like, we should maybe do like a little. Prediction special for the monthly. Mm. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. That would be fun. It'd be like a little segment at maybe the start or the end of the episode, and we just chuck in our little predictions before the actual awards happen. Okay, sure. Yeah, I'm down for that. Yeah, yeah, All yeah. Right. We can awesome. do that. <laughs> Yay! Very good. Very good. All right. Yeah. Sweet. That'll uh, be fun. That, yeah, that will be fun. <laughs> that will be a lot of fun. All right. Especially for someone who hasn't seen half the movies that I was going to say, <laughs> I would love... I'm going to wing it. <laughs> I will love the fact if I've seen all of these movies, you've seen none of them and you beat me. Yeah. <laughs> that's how it's going to work. <laughs> that's probably exactly how it's going to happen. <laughs> and that's fine. <laughs> that's totally fine. It makes it harder for me because I've seen so much that I, I've seen everything that everyone's nominated for really. Mm, mm. So it's like almost by the, by, by the time Oscars roll around, I will have seen all of the 10 best picture nominees. Yeah. So far I've seen seven of them. I've got three to go or two to go. Maybe I've seen eight of them with two to go. I think something like that. But anyway, yes. All right. Great. Done. Things to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And on that note, I think that's That's a wrap wrap on on this monthly. monthly. Yeah. (laughs) Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest red content. If you'd like to listen to Fred the Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch Fred the Alien, you can head over to youtube.com forward slash Fred the Alien production. Yes. That was a full year. That was a candle. And you, you just, just experienced, experienced the monthly, monthly ad friends. 10 out of 10 Jeff Goldblum. Yes, 10. <laughs> 10 Goldblums out of 10. Yes. yes. 10 out of 10 Goldblums. We love it. <laughs> we love it. We love you, Jeff. Yes, thank yes. you very much, everybody. Yes. I hope you have a good month. Yes, likewise. Thanks for listening. Thank you, thank you. Take bye. care. Uh, bye bye.